honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Again, Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Wygent. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podman, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Stitcher, Double Twist. Thank you always and forever for downloading and listening to the show. It's a wonderful pleasure to be back on board with you today, looking at the sun shining and some you know, little partly clouds, partly looking, you know, they're kind of like, uh, I guess, scallop potato-shaped clouds, you know, those kind. Yeah, it's just a nice, pretty morning here. Talking Timberwolves basketball, love having the window in front of me, and Timberwolves went 2-1 and one this past week. As Meatloaf would say, two out of three ain't bad, and an ode to Meatloaf, a moment of silence. Thank you, Meatloaf, for uh, some wonderful, wonderful stuff over the years, for sure. Well, nice, solid week for the Timberwolves. Obviously, didn't end spectacularly. I, and, of course, for the team I don't like. But, I mean, it's just one of those type of games. You know, you're not going to win all of them, especially against the Warriors. And Curry was back, and it was the same old crap. And every time he makes a shot, we're, we're, we're happy for you. Ah, get the out of here. Get the bleep out of here. We're happy for you, dude. That's pretty much how I felt. Obviously, again, there was a significant little three-day off break, and then it helped hosting the uh, Brooklyn Nets on the 23rd of January, as we're already heading to the end of January here, and we'll be reviewing games already that were played in February next week, as the sun's rising a little earlier and setting a little later on a daily basis. Feels good around here. Kind of a total team effort. I mean, even Torian Prince, 15 points off the bench, didn't do a whole lot other than that. Jalen Noel, just continuing to be what a lot of people appreciate on this team right now. Um, and I posted a tweet <clears throat> last night. I probably should have posted it earlier, but unfortunately this, this account doesn't have a ton of followers because the previous one, you know, like I said before, about a year ago was lost, which was really disappointing, frustrating. I still not sure what happened, but <laughs> yeah, it got suspended for some reason that I'm unsure of, but um, whatever. I appreciate those of you that do respond. Some of you maybe didn't have time, this and that way, or didn't get around to it. But uh, Jalen Noel versus uh, Malik Beasley, if you can only keep one, obviously. Yep, you can only keep one. Jalen Noel, Malik Beasley. I'm on the Jalen Noel bandwagon. I think most of you noticed that or knew that. Should the Wolves be able to trade Malik Beasley? I think so. Be a nice spark plug for somebody out there, and that's pretty much what his role is going to be in the league. Um, Unfortunately, he reminds me a bit of Anthony Peeler in a way. But then again, when Peeler would wind up on a new team, including ours, he would be extremely good for a little while, and it would be a fun, attractive addition to your team, especially if you're trying to make a playoff run, which the Wolves, well, almost did that year, way back in the day. Was it 96-97 when the Timberwolves took the Seattle Supersonics deep into the postseason? In fact, we were winning that series, and we ultimately didn't win, which was annoying, but because uh, we couldn't close them out in Game 4. That was back in the day when it was a five-game series. Kyrie Irving at 30 overall points, and, yep, good for him. Nice overall night. James Harden only 13. It's just kind of weird. And, of course, Kevin Durant out again, unfortunately. Getting banged up and getting banged up and getting banged up. They say he's out for the... He's going to skip the All-Star game and all that, so he's basically going to have an All-Star break is what Kevin Durant's going to do. As we continue here, uh, Andrew Wiggins... (laughs) Andrew Wiggins makes the All-Star team as a starter. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. You heard it. It's, I don't understand. What's going on? What's what's going on? Andrew Wiggins made the All-Star game as a starter. What's going on? Hello, guys. Hello. You know, just like people voting for Vince Carter for All-Star, you know, just because of, just because some great dunks he did, like, years ago at the time. And it's like he, was, he wasn't as good as, like, about, you know, five other players in that in the Eastern Conference at the time, and he was still getting voted in as a starter. It drove me nuts. I, I, Andrew Wiggins, though? Andrew Wiggins? I mean, he doesn't even have the Vince Carter highlight. Well, obviously, yeah. He, he, he doesn't have Vince Carter highlights or anything like that to, to his name where he would get voted in. Is it just because he's playing in the Bay Area? Are there that many people living in the living in the Bay Area? Or are they just like, wow, he's doing so good because he doesn't suck. 
He isn't disappointing. He's he's decent. He's living up to some expectations in Golden State. He's actually taking smarter shots and, and he's making some threes now. And he still sucks at free throws and 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 stuff. And he rebounds maybe like one more a game. But yeah, he's gonna start an All Star game. There you go. There it is. Just another troll job. Just another rub it in. Another reason to really not like the Warriors at all, which I never will. Not until not until all those guys are gone. Maybe maybe I'll start liking him again, depending on who's on the team. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I'll get back to the Warriors later. That was actually supposed to be in the Warriors conversation, but I couldn't resist. Fun overall night, though. Team effort, Carl Anthony Towns. D'Angelo Russell was excellent against the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Looked like, uh, again, just looked solid. He's been good all season. His defensive metrics are a whole grade higher than they were last year, which is pretty cool. He basically went from an F to a D, which is pretty cool when you think about that. Um, and it's kind of funny. When you think about that, his defensive metrics jumped a whole uh, letter grade, an F, yep, <laughs> to a D. He went from was it the top, the the bottom ten percentile to the bottom twenty percentile. But hey, I mean it's 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 something. It's progress, and if he can get into the C range, and here we go, Wolves might really have something rolling there. Um, but an overall just solid effort. You've just felt good the whole game. Anthony Edwards taking the ball to the basket and hitting opportunities when he needed to. 25 points. He actually ultimately led the Wolves in scoring, which he would do in the next game as well. Jared Vanderbilt just continues to be just, you know, he's about my favorite player in the NBA right now. That's so much I like Jared Vanderbilt. Dude, you understand me. <laughs> Five steals in the game, just forcing turnovers, hustling for the ball, rolling around with a little bit of pain at times, <laughs> but he just tends to, he just gets out there and gets it done. Um, when the game was pretty much at a point where I thought the Wolves had it in the bag, Anthony Edwards is still out there and he bangs his knee. It's just unbelievable, bangs his knee on a, on a net player. I was a bit stunned uh, that he was still in there. Luckily, at first I was afraid there might have been some kind of ankle injury or the knee twisted or something, but it turns out it was just like a little, you know, bruise on the kneecap. So, and I had it like the same, I had the same thing a day earlier where I slipped and fell after buying uh, Jimmy John's. <laughs> after buying some Jimmy John's, I slipped and fell, landed on my knee and my wrist. And luckily I came out okay, but it was pretty scary because it was just, it's just so sudden. It's, you know, they say your life can change in a second. That's what it's like. Because uh, what if something, what if something broke? Like, oh my God, like nobody has time for that kind of nonsense. You know, that's because I had to work that day. Just, just imagine. Just imagine what a nightmare that would have been. Uh, I can't make it. You know, that's kind of embarrassing and it sucks. And yeah, everything changes for a long time. No. <laughs> so yeah, it's just little sudden things. Why am I making it about me? I apologize. That's stupid. Um, but no, I, I can relate, I guess, with the uh, <laughs> the knee thing. And see, the, the knee healed right away. It, it's, it's still a teeny bit sore, but you know, you're, you're okay. You're not going to be sitting out for a week or two weeks or one week or even a game, which is great. Because Anthony Edwards would score 40 points against the Portland Trailblazers on Tuesday the 25th, right? Yep, Tuesday the 25th, 109-107. Portland, it felt like Portland had this game beat. Uh, it felt like Portland had the Wolves. It really did. They just kept kind of come pulling ahead. They kept hitting their shots, and the Wolves kept kind of struggling defensively, kind of sloppy. Whereas the Nets game, the Wolves just kind of dominated. And, of course, no Kevin Durant. It's kind of hurting back to what my uncle would say sometimes. Hey, can the Wolves beat uh, the Lakers? Yeah, without Shaq. And they beat the... <laughs> I forget what the other teams were. Doggone it. But it was like... Uh, yeah, it was like the Timberwolves. Yeah, and we beat the Spurs without Duncan. You know, and it was really funny. Because <laughs> the Wolves had a little winning streak against really good teams where their best player was out. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, you know... It's kind of like that. Uh, we beat the Nets. Yeah, we beat the Nets without Kevin Durant. We beat the Blazers without <laughs> Damian Lillard. We beat the uh, Golden State Warriors last week without Steph Curry. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. But, hey, at least you did beat them. And the Wolves did finish above 500 for the first time in quite a while here with a 109-107 victory over the Portland Trail Blazers. A great third quarter, which, again, is an oxymoron considering the third quarter has been an Achilles heel for the Wolves for many years. Occasionally, it's not. I remember a couple of years back, it was horrendous. It was horrendous. It was even, even when we had that winning record, that, 50, that almost 50-win season, we uh, would have terrible third quarters. They did the Timberwolves, and the Timberwolves had a terrible third quarter versus the Golden State Warriors last night, let me tell you. But another great performance by Jared Vanderbilt, 13 points, 13 rebounds, again, five steals in the other game when he had a 9-9. Nine and nine. 
Anthony, uh, excuse me, Carl Anthony Towns. Anthony Edwards, Anthony Towns, Carl, uh, yeah, you get the idea. 17 and 17 for Carl Anthony Towns with four blocks in the game. Anthony Edwards with three blocks and three steals to go with his 40 points and nine rebounds. It doesn't get much better than that. Only the fact he had zero assists is just kind of like, that's it? Zero assists? How dare you, Anthony? Um, and poor shooting earlier in the game. Some of that hero ball crap and the ball clanging off the rim like it tends to when he gets her hero ball-ish, if that's a word, which it isn't. Anthony Edwards, 5 of 13 from downtown to 14 of 27 overall. But the fourth quarter, he started, you know, you know, Garnett many years ago said, come fourth quarter, bring it to the ticket. And I just kind of would be like, yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Because he wasn't a go-to guy in the fourth quarter. <laughs> he would pass it to Anthony Peeler, Dean Garrett. He'd pass it to guys like that. Troy Hudson, whoa. Yeah, guys like that. Troy Hudson, who, you know, was like a 30% shooter sometimes um, from the floor, not just three-point range. Yeah, like that. Um, but Anthony Edwards started attacking the rim. He also had a four-point play in the game. And it was a wonderful feeling. Brought his field, certainly brought his field goal percentage up. And he got to the line, 7 of 11, annoyingly 7 of 11, because some of those free throws were pretty important late that he missed, unfortunately. Those four misses, were so some of them were late. But an overall amazing night, 40 points again for Anthony Edwards. And for the fourth time in his, in his fledgling career, Anthony Edwards eclipses the 40-point mark. The fourth time he is the... Fourth player, so it's 4-4 four, four, and 40, 40. He's the fourth player to have four 40-point games in, in by the age of 20. Enough fours for you, right? <laughs> before, yeah, during, uh, during the age of 20, before 21. Yeah, now that I've worded that terribly. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Luca. Oh, get out of here, Luca. You're not with Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Why isn't it Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan or something? Well, because Magic didn't score 40 that much. Just in just in really important games, like Game 6 of the NBA Finals when the Lakers won their first title in in, uh, in a few years. Just just a couple of years, anyway. <laughs> Jerry West's first and only title as a player, unfortunately, because the frickin' Celtics kept pushing him down in the 60s. Um, but yes, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Luka Doncic, Anthony Edwards. That's it. And then what did he say after that? Uh, I, I still have time to get to eight. Oh my. Oh, yes, Anthony. Yes, Anthony. Go get eight. I, I love you, Anthony. <laughs> Ant. I love you, Ant. That is awesome. I want him to vibe with me, so I'll say Ant. Yeah, because he won't vibe with me if I don't call him that, right? So he says, uh, 27 minutes and zero points for Torian Prince. Well, okay. Nice homecoming there, because I'm pretty sure he played for the Blazers, didn't he? Jalen Noel. The, I mean, uh, just another solid performance. Didn't shoot well from downtown. Occasionally, he gets cold from outside, but he still has such a wonderful overall game. Uh, good passing skills. Uh, you know, obviously, those floaters. How can you not love Jalen Noel? How can you not love Jalen Noel? And he still managed to outscore Malik Beasley, one of five. Malik Beasley just struggling like you wouldn't believe. <sighs> Nas Reed appears to be falling further and further out of the rotation. I mean, this was a shrunk-down rotation night at the end of the day. A lot of the starters are playing well, except for Jaden McDaniels, unfortunately. Torian Prince got most of those minutes, the small forward minutes, and did nothing. We got literally three points out of the small forward position in the game. Three. Uh, though I'm sure Ant, Ant, as we like to call him, played small forward a little bit as Malik came in at times during his 19 and a half minute stint. I'm sure he did. Yeah, uh, the different lineups. But just generally speaking from guys that are, you know, <clears throat> full-time small forwards. Uh, three points. Three. Three points. Isn't that great? And what was the shooting percentage be? Or not shooting percentage, but uh, one of eight. It would have been one of eight from the floor and one of six from downtown. Spectacular. Spectacular. Great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but still an overall good night. Sorry for nitpicking at the end. Um, close game. Wolves almost lost it. Again, no Damian Lillard for me to nitpick again. And you know who kept hitting shots late. He didn't have a great game. That would be CJ McCollum, the guy who always buries the Wolves every time... We lose to the Blazers. C.J. McCollum is a huge reason why, because we pass on him in the draft, and he wants to kick our ass. I'm sure he does. <clears throat> we, he always torches us. It's just, you know, just like uh, uh, former Portland Trail Blazer Brandon Roy used to do before he came here and just stole $5 million, basically. Just stole it. 
Yeah, oh yeah, I had this blood transfusion. My knee's better now. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> oh shoot, five games in, I'm done. Thanks for the five million though. Oh, I'm, you're not going to buy me out. Screw you, it's my money. Screw you. That's pretty much what happened there. Yep, uh, Nurkic obviously got into foul trouble thanks to Carl Anthony Towns' aggressive play. Even though Carl only scored 17 points, but he got the fouls called on Yusuf Nurkic, who also another solid game, but five versatile fouls, and that did not help the Trail Blazers cause. I'm not calling them Jail Blazers as much as I used to because it's really old. Um, only seven attempts for Carl Anthony Towns. He was deferring quite a bit in the game, which is fine. I mean, if it's if it's working, so be it. That type of deal. Only one of the two assists. Maybe he got more hockey assists at the end of the day, but they don't show that on every metric at the, at the time. But again, solid overall night for Carl, though. It, it worked. Whatever it is, it worked, and the Wolves are happy again. And C.J. McCollum, obviously, good defense from Edwards at times, and other times Nurkic was, uh, or excuse me, McCollum was was uh, open for those shots. Sometimes he'd make them, sometimes he'd miss. Gave us quite a scare late in the game. And, well, the Wolves end up surviving by two thanks to a goaltending call. Goaltending call is D'Angelo Russell had the ball, and you knew it was going to be his shot with the tie game, and I felt good. I felt good about it. You felt confident. Like, D'Angelo Russell has the ball. I think we're going to win the game right here. And guess what? He was able to get around the defenders, attack the basket, and then... Uh, was it Simons with the uh, attempted block, but the ball had already bounced off the glass, which is, of course, goaltending. And so no block for Anthony Simons, who has been, who's been improving greatly, actually, the last... Uh, yeah, you know, he did a good job in the stead of... Uh, Damian Lillard, and he's been getting better, definitely, but it was a nice attempt, but he was just too late. You know, Garnett used to get called for those all the time, those bounces off the glass, goaltending call. Wolves end up winning, Blazers would have one more shot from three. It was uh, Simons again to win the game, but luckily it didn't go in. It was short, and the Wolves end up going above 500, and it felt like a million bucks. Uh, Anthony Edwards, after the game, talked about how the Timberwolves can pretty much beat anybody. It was like once we make the playoffs, there's nothing to be afraid of. We we can play with anybody out there. I think they can too. The Wolves did play Golden State fairly well in this game, but it turned out exactly as I thought. Where the Wolves would hang in there, they'd play well, and in the fourth quarter, the Warriors would just kind of pull away in the in the third into the fourth, kind of the second half, so to speak. And that's pretty much exactly what happened. Um, but the Warriors just kind of pulled away, and Curry was left open way too many times. And it was annoying, this and that, because Curry's going to make his open threes. It's much as I don't like the guy, he's going to make his open threes. I just, yeah, I just can't deal with it. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns started off in the high post. They defended him well there. Them being the Warriors, moved on to the low post and, well, scored 31 points. It was awesome. Anthony Edwards got better as the game progressed. He was really struggling early on. Ultimately sucked from three-point range. Two of 11 is not what you're thinking, not what you're looking for. I mean, it just doesn't help. Jalen... Jalen Noel, 0 of 5 off the bench. Malik Beasley, 0 of 8 off the bench. I mean, seriously, is that... Are, what 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 happened here? The, the bench made one three-point shot in the entire game. The entire game. 1 of 14. All right. All right. And guess what? You know, I was looking forward to a beef and cheddar on a Friday night after work. You know, nice little snack or save it for tomorrow's work lunch, so to speak. The Wolves made 10 threes. Oh, what? Oh, come on! Yeah, on 44 attempts, too, while you're at it. Ugh, God. Ugh. Yeah, you're not going to beat the Warriors when you suck like that from three-point range. Sorry for the, sorry for just saying, suck, suck, they suck, they suck. Yeah, I, I don't mean to be that way, but it was annoying. I mean, t t come on, make something. S seriously, make something. 22.7%. Come on. Well, Jade McDaniels made something. Yeah, he was hitting his catch-and-shoot threes. He was actually really good in the game, and Drew some national recognition a bit. With his long athleticism, they were amazed at how he was able to catch the beautiful lead pass from Jared Vanderbilt, who wound up with only one assist, but it was a great assist. This one wasn't one, unfortunately. But the beautiful lead pass by Jared Vanderbilt. Built, built, built. He built to the court. It was Vanderbilt. Okay, I'll stop. A beautiful lead pass from Vanderbilt. They were just amazed with his uh, Jaden McDaniel's length. And athleticism, being able to get the ball with only basically one step, got to the basket. Un unbelievable with that one stride. Was able to get to the basket, draw the foul. And of course he missed the first one. It was still a very close game at the time. And I don't know, but he made the next one. And woohoo. Anthony Edwards 9-9 from the free throw line. That rhymed and I didn't mean it to. 
And, well, that felt good. At least something went in. <laughs> 27 total points for Anthony Edwards. Nice point total, but it wasn't the prettiest game from him. Uh, D'Angelo Russell with a, was it a shin contusion? Oh, brother. Ugh, that sucks. So no more D'Angelo Russell. That didn't help at all. He wasn't shooting well. He shot 30% from the floor in the game. Yeah, Malik Beasley, 2 of 11. God, come on, dude. 2 of 11 and 0 of 8 from downtown. Come on, dude. Four points. I think I think you know where uh, something's going there. I think you have an idea. Carl Anthony Towns was awesome in the game. He was absolutely freaking awesome. All those baby hooks and, and leading into the basket and up and unders and, and some three-pointers. Only two, though, for Carl. He even he stunk a little bit. Two of six from downtown. But uh, Malik Beasley and Anthony Edwards, you combine them. 19. Two of 19. I mean, how do, what does that spell? Loss. Loss. There's no way. There is no way you're going to win with Anthony Edwards and Malik Beasley shooting that poorly. And Jalen Noel, again, 5 of 16. He kind of struggled in the game, still wound up with 10 points, and he had three steals. He had three steals, getting forcing those turnovers, which was really nice, as the Warriors were sloppy, of course, in the game. But, oh, Lord. Uh, Vanderbilt, again, that was a beautiful steal that he had. And then the lead pass to McDaniels. And then uh, right before that, Vando had gotten another steal, the ball was loose. Steph Curry and Vando were hustling for the ball. Vando beat Curry to the ball, which made me feel like a million bucks. Because yeah, I mean, it just—I just made me feel like a million bucks. And then a little bloop pass to Jade McDaniel's for the dunk. Wasn't that cool? And the uh, national broadcast with uh, Kevin Harlan and such were uh, quite impressed, and I was too. It was—it was awesome. I, I felt like a million bucks seeing that. Uh, the, it was so nice. Um, they were they were very much in love with uh, what Jared Vanderbilt was doing out there. They were they were basically saying that he's one of their favorite players. So, freaking awesome! It felt great. But unfortunately, the Wolves end up not winning the game because, yeah, screw you, <laughs> screw you, Steph Curry and uh, Clay Thompson with those eyes. I don't know what the heck he's doing, like binoculars or the the line of sight or whatever the heck he's doing, like sniper. Yeah, okay, you're a sniper. Okay, dude, we're happy for you. Uh, yep, Warriors end up win, but winning by nine points in the game, 124-115, about what I expected. It's like a double-digit-ish, double-digit-ish type of game. Play Thompson, 9 of 16. He's he's getting back into rhythm again, which sucks for us and sucks for other teams out there. Hopefully the Suns can beat them, and that's who we will play next. With that, let's wrap up this week's uh, game reviews with the awards. Lone Wolf Award is going to go to Anthony Edwards. Great game against Portland. It could, it could go to Towns for his efficiency during the course of this week. In fact, I think they should share it because uh, Anthony Edwards was not efficient versus the Warriors. Um, you know, he still got to 27 points, but it took too many to get there. The Johnny Flynn Memorial's Malik Beasley with a bullet. He's shooting like 15% basically right now. I mean, he is historically bad, unspeakably bad right now. It's unacceptable basketball as far as I'm concerned from Malik Beasley. Uh, he's almost untradeable at $60 million. You know, at, at $60 million for four years, he's almost untradeable with, with his, that kind of shooting. But I got to think somebody out there is going to be like, yeah, we could we could, we can get him going again. Kind of like what the Wolves did when we acquired him from Denver. Um, we'd heard of Malik Baisley, but he certainly wasn't this name, uh, this big name guy. He came over and had uh, some great games and was valuable for us. But, well, we have Anthony Edwards, and I'd, I'd rather have Anthony Edwards than Malik Baisley. I'd rather have Jalen Noel. Than Malik Beasley, the guy that got drafted after Anthony Edwards. Jalen Noel. I'd, I'd rather have Jalen Noel than Malik Beasley. So, I'm sorry. I'm just being honest with you. That's what I got to do. Actually, Noel was taken after uh, um, the other guy. <laughs> that that other guy. Yeah. Uh, Jared Culver. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Noel's better than Culver. Second round pick versus, uh, was it sixth overall? I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but a two-in-one week for the Wolves. And, yeah, Beasley will be the Johnny Flynn Memorial with a bullet, with an absolute bullet. With that, we'll take a quick break. we got four games to preview coming up.
And we are back here on Timberwolves. Explosion. Four games to preview. Let's get going. I better get the show on the road. Minnesota Timberwolves will be playing the Phoenix Suns tonight. Friday night in Phoenix. Oh, how I wish. How I wish. And I'm I, again, I'm not somebody who whines and bitches about the cold. I like winter. I like the nice, pretty snow on the ground right now. I like the, the sky, the, the clear, uh, the, the serene look in the sky and the, the dryness and everything when it's actually below, well below freezing. But below zero sucks. It, it's getting old. Below zero Fahrenheit sucks. Um, and it just keeps happening and happening and happening. Phoenix, Arizona. Mm. And I've always liked that dry heat. I've just, I just like dry. I like dry as long as I have a nice amount of water close enough to drink. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> that type of thing. Patrick Beverly, when we talk about injuries, ankle still. It's just, come on now, Patrick. DeAndre Aiden, ankle. He's he's aching, Aiden. And then Jay Crowder, of course, a valuable pace with the wrist as of Jan 23rd. Aiden is Jan 17th, the ankle. So, you know, how those can linger around. Phoenix has an absolutely great offense. They're third in the league in points. Wolves are seventh because we have a good offense, too. They're sixth in rebounding. Number one, numero uno in field goal percentage. Free throw percentage, it doesn't, I mean, it matters and it doesn't. They're 24th in blocks. Phil, come on, Aiden, block some shots, just not against us. Uh, they protect the ball very well in Phoenix. Fourth in the league and it's just a turnover. And a fifth in assists and blah, blah, blah. Overall, a very nice Phoenix team. They outlasted the Timberwolves not too long ago, 99-96. Where they can play defense, they can play offense. You know, they are... I want them to win the championship this year. If it's not the Timberwolves, go Phoenix. You know, I don't want... The Golden State Warriors to win. Come on, Phoenix. I want Phoenix to win, even though I don't even I don't even like Chris Paul or uh, the other that that other guy, Devin Booker. I don't even <laughs> you notice how affectionate I am for him. You can tell, right? I don't even like those guys. They look like jackasses. Just the expressions on their face, you can tell. There's just too much attitude there. But I want this <laughs> for the fans. For the fans, fifty freaking years, fifty-one years as a Minnesota Vikings fan, a Minnesota North Stars and Wild fan. Minnesota Timberwolves fan, but the others more so because it's been much longer. Um, I want the Phoenix Suns to win a championship. I'd be very happy for Phoenix if they could pull it off. I mean, that is that is the Phoenix team. The Arizona team is the Phoenix Suns. You have the Arizona Cardinals, Arizona Coyotes, Arizona Diamondbacks, and then there was the Phoenix Suns, who were there way before all of them. Go Phoenix. You know, get it done. <laughs> I hope they do. Just none against us tonight. Phoenix has been playing fantastic. They've won all five of their last five. They're on a big-time winning streak, and they have the number one record in the league with a bullet right now. Three-and-a-half game lead over the hated, evil, nasty ugh, Golden State Warriors. I don't like California either anyway lately. I just don't. Arizona sounds better in so many ways. Um, besides, yay, yay. It's, it, there's a fire. It's, such, it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, but the sky's like gray all the time because something's on fire somewhere nearby. I suppose it's like that in the Southwest, too. But whatever. <laughs> Jan 17th uh, at Phoenix, or excuse me, at San Antonio, which was mini playoff series in the past. 121-107, which the Spurs would always freaking win. I hated that. 121-107. The Suns win saw uh, convincingly. And Dallas, Texas two-step. Three days later, Suns win 109-101. That was multiple conference finals, actually. Yep, multiple times they, they tipped off in the conference final, not faced off. Uh, beat Indiana 113-103. And they swept the Utah Jazz at a home-and-home. Home. What do you think of that? 115-109 versus the Jazz in Phoenix. And then at Utah, 105-97. Impressive. Impressive. I wish the Wolves could do that more often. Jazz would be the fourth seed right now. Wolves would be the... The eighth. Ugh. Well, here's your first round playoff series: Wolves versus Suns. It's gonna be just like Wolves in Houston. Four or five games. Ugh. But well, it is what it is. The season series. Of course, there's tonight's game, and then the rubber match will be Wednesday, the 23rd. That's of course if the Wolves win tonight. Otherwise, the Suns have already won the series, which they probably will. But I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. If the Wolves win this one, it'd be amazing. Last year, you had the 40, 41, and 42 point efforts. For Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns last year when the Wolves beat the Suns in Phoenix. It was the most impressive win in a long time for this franchise. It was absolutely freaking fun. It felt so good. It felt like $100 million. But can the Wolves pull it off tonight? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, it's not going to help if D'Angelo Russell doesn't play, and I'm guessing he won't. I'm not calling him a wimp, but he usually doesn't come back right away. He, he just doesn't, uh, and most NBA players don't, except for, like, Anthony Edwards. That's about it. Devin Booker's averaging 25 points a game. 
He is shooting 37, well, almost 38%. DeAndre Ayton. He's number two in scoring because there's, that's the one thing that they're lacking, but it is like a big-time number two scorer. But it's kind of a committee. You know, Cameron Johnson can get hot from downtown 43%. He doesn't score a ton of points, but he scores at times. He's a little better than last year. He was just a rookie last year. They got Frank Kaminsky now, who's a 90% free-throw shooter, so that's really nice when you have a big man that can do that. Um, Javel McGee, God, he's been all over the place. He's a nice player, though. I kind of like him sometimes when he doesn't make dumb mistakes. Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton. Huh. Interesting team. You know, they do. They have some depth, don't they? They have some depth. Chris Paul, obviously, is what he is. He's got about as high IQ as there is in the league. You know, LeBron James, Chris Paul, it's probably those two have the highest IQ in the NBA. Number, number two is Steph Curry. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to say it. I don't want to give him a compliment, but yeah, number three is probably Curry, but he's he's up there. Yeah, I don't like Ugh, Drives me nuts, just because. Just a little quickness, the smarts. But yeah, Chris Paul, he'll find the smallest little blemish, and he'll make you look stupid. He'll drive you crazy. And like, oh, his, his jersey was untucked. Oh, his jersey was untucked. And, and then the facial expressions on... Ah, uh, poor Ryan Saunders face. That was sad. Uh, but let's get to the chase here. I apologize for having a little fun, I guess. That's why I love this show so much. Um, Timberwolves don't win the game. I, I, I don't think we're going to win this game, especially after just playing Phoenix, uh, excuse me, uh, Golden State the night before. I do expect a very nice performance by Anthony Edwards. I think he eclipses the 30 mark in the game. But point guard is going to be Jalen Noel, right? We're probably looking at Jalen Noel and then... Our our best buddy uh, McLaughlin and my uh, McLaughlin, if he's if he's available, will be the backup. Oh goody, we're gonna have he's gonna have to be available because I don't think it's gonna be D'Angelo Russell and I don't think Pat Beverly's playing either. So that's annoying. Um, but Jalen Noel, he can get it done. I I wouldn't be surprised if he got like 18 points or something like that, six assists. But I think Anthony Edwards leads the Wolves in scoring, but we lose. Final score of about one one eighteen to one ten, something like that. Phoenix Suns beat the Wolves. Let's move. Apologize. I thought I pressed the forward button. Okay, apparently not. We get to play the Utes. The Utes are on fire. Well, they kind of are. Utah Jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Target Center. <clears throat> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Target Center, January the thirtieth, the final game of the month of February. Bogdanovich fractured left finger as of Jan 24th. He will not play. No chance. Uh, Rudy Gobert, calf injury as of the 24th, but I, yeah, he'll probably be out there. And, ooh, Donovan Mitchell, concussion protocol. He's probably not going to play. Ooh, this actually could be a winnable game then. Because Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, I'm guessing Gobert will play, probably. Uh, depends on how bad it is. But, you know, calf injuries can linger, believe me, and it's a headache when you're playing basketball. But he doesn't rely on speed. See, like calf injuries, when you're a, a guard or a small forward like myself, small forward type, you know, plays a little more on the perimeter, relies a little bit on some of that quickness. Oh boy, it'll, it'll, it's not good. Um, but yeah, concussion protocol. I don't think they're bringing him back anytime soon. Timberwolves are getting swept in the series, but I do think we'll win the rubber game and make it a three to one final for the series. I think the Wolves do win this game. We've been demolished. We've been demolished by the Jazz. One thirty-six, one hundred four, much earlier in the season. 128, 116, and I believe it was December, and then very recently, 121.08 victory by the Jazz in Utah. This one's in Target Center. The Timberwolves will win the game. The Jazz will not sweep the Timberwolves. Thank God, especially with no Donovan Mitchell. And if we don't, what are we doing? Uh, the leading scorer for the Utah Jazz will be Jordan Clarkston. 100% chance. Even though he's been shooting like crap all season, and he shot terribly in the game against the Wolves recently, well, both of them, and yet... They, yet he still made big shots when it mattered, and they beat us. So it was really dumb and annoying. Uh, Royce O'Neal, one of the best role players in the league. I just love him. Uh, he does a little bit of everything. Um, I, I, I love Royce O'Neal. Only, uh, what does he average? Yeah, he averages 31 minutes a game, but yeah, that's just seven points. But he does a little bit of everything. Rebounds, passes the ball. He makes three-pointers. He's almost he's 48% from the floor. He's just one of those guys. I'm a fan. Mike Conley, the Wiley veteran who can kill you. When it matters, 42% from downtown. And again, Donovan Mitchell probably is not going to play. Hassan Whiteside can be a pain in the ass, though, with the shot-blocking ability. Gobert is about as good a shot-blocker as there is in the league, and he is a headache for Carl Anthony Towns to deal with. But with the injuries and such, the Jazz have been struggling. That's why they got that's why they got swept by Phoenix. They lost to Houston. 
The Jazz lost to Houston. What the heck? When, uh, Jan 19th, they lost 116-111. They lose. They, they beat Detroit. Yeah, excuse me. They better beat Detroit. 111-101. Lost to Golden State by only two points. Nice effort, actually. Back-to-backs, uh, they had to go to Phoenix right away and lost by only six. That's actually pretty good. And then two days later, lost to Phoenix again by eight. Did the Jazz. So they are one and four in their last five. Their offense is fantastic. But they're going to have some missing pieces. I think the Wolves win the game. Final score... 122-100. What do you think of that? No, it's not going to be that much. 120-115. Wolves win by 5 over the Utah Jazz. Leading scorer, Carl Anthony Towns. Especially if Gobert is not healthy. Carl Anthony Towns, if he is, if Gobert is playing, the leading scorer is going to be, I'm going to step out in faith, D'Angelo Russell with 28. Leads the Wolves with some clutch shots down the stretch. Oh, not the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, we're playing Denver next. Okay, and it's an important matchup as the Wolves and the Nuggets are pretty close here for some playoff seeding. Seeding, pardon me, we'll open the month of February on the 1st, Tuesday the 1st, in Target Center. A winnable game. No doubt a winnable game, but the Wolves have struggled against Denver historically, which is a pain in the butt. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., lower back soreness, and of course Jamal Murray still out with a torn ACL. Why is it so long, though? I mean, that was that was like 18 months ago. Same with uh, Jonathan Isaac. I think Murray's was actually before before Jonathan Isaac, wasn't it? I don't know. That's too long. It's too long. Come on. Come back. <laughs> come back. Come back. Come back. Uh, it has been a... Timberwolves actually beat Denver very nicely in Denver. That was a fun night. 124-107. That was fun, wasn't it? Uh, we lost by two in Target Center, 93-91. This one's in Target Center. Do the Wolves take a 2-1 lead in the series and then it ends up being a tie? Denver's been playing much better, 4-1 and one in their last five. 130-128 over the Clippers. <laughs> Lost to Memphis, 122-118. Beat Detroit, 117-111. Beat Detroit again, 110-105. And beat Brooklyn, which is pretty impressive, on a back-to-back from Detroit, 124-118. Nikola Jokic is the reigning MVP in the league. One of the better offenses out there, obviously fifth in field goal percentage, but they're 16th in points scored, so their their defense is pretty good. They don't rebound the ball much, which is kind of funny, considering who they have. Just a couple of really good rebounders, and then the rest of them don't rebound, which is annoying for fans, and I'm sure Will Barton again. He's, he was from the infamous uh, 2011 draft where David Kahn kept trading down for cash, trading down for cash. Will Barton would have been a Timberwolf, believe it or not. Um, he was one of those guys. He actually beats us all the time. Aaron Gordon is a headache to deal with at times. He can get hot. He can be inconsistent. Jeff Green, Wiley veteran. Michael Green, I'm a big fan, but he's vanished off the face of the earth the last year and a half or so. Bull, bull. He's still alive, but yeah, only five minutes a game, six minutes a game. Um, I don't think the Wolves win this game. I know Denver's kind of a pain in the butt. It's a pivotal game, though. I mean, for playoff seeding, you got to win this one. The Wolves need to go 3-1 and one this week, honestly. They need to take care of business. You, you know, it's one thing if you don't beat Phoenix, but you got to go 3-1. and one. Maybe you do beat Phoenix and lose to Denver. I don't know. But I think the Wolves end up uh, not winning this game, just to be fair and honest. I don't think the Wolves win this one. Uh, final score is going to be, especially if D'Angelo Russell isn't healthy, it's kind of a back-and-forth thing. He, she should be, though, right? I don't think he's going to be out for like a ton of games. But at least the Phoenix game, though. Because um, that probably like limited his mobility a bit with the uh, bruised shin there, which is not a fun feeling. Um, oh boy, where do I go with this? It's almost always low scoring with this club, but somehow he scored 124 earlier. It was crazy. But let's go with the final score. The Nuggets win 100-98. Close, frustrating, but the Wolves end up not winning the game. Carl Towns leads the Wolves in scoring, but we do not win the game. Next, please. Next, please. Detroit Pistons, you don't win this one. You don't deserve to make the playoffs. But then again, we all have crappy games. Thursday the 3rd, 11-36. and 36, The Detroit Pistons are one of the worst teams in the league in Little Caesars Arena, which the Wolves sometimes have success in and sometimes don't. Jeremiah Grant, who's been the source of conversation with possibly coming to the Wolves, believe it or not, though. Uh, uh, Robert Covington's the number one guy, though, for that at the end of the day. Well, he's, he's, he's the current one that the Wolves have been talking about. It's a two-game series, of course. We'll be playing them Thursday and Sunday. So Sunday will be previewed next week, and that'll be the end of the series. 
The Wolves need to sweep this series. You've got to beat Detroit twice. You don't beat them, you're not serious. Beat them, damn it. Uh, Detroit's 1-4 in, in their last five. They got beat by Golden State 102-86. 133-131. They beat the Sacramento Kings in that case. Excuse me, by two points. Lost to Utah by 10. Lost to Denver by 6. Lost to Denver by 5. So... They've, they've been hanging around in games, but not end up winning. Jeremiah Grant is actually a pretty good player. The Wolves would probably have to give up a bit to get him. It's not going to be just a little, uh, you know, tiny amount of money. He's their leading scorer, 20 points a game. He's hurt, though, at the moment a little bit. Isaiah Stewart's their leading rebounder. And Cade Cunningham, obviously, is the exciting rookie, but he hasn't stepped up that much yet. Oh, no, he's been okay. He actually has been okay. He's one of the rookies that actually has been doing a bit uh, under 40 one percent, just under forty-one percent, is what I'm trying to say. So, kind of like Anthony Edwards last year, where the point, the the field goal percentage gradually improved, and this year it's about four percent higher, which is actually really good. Yeah, when you when you sit down and analyze that, Kelly Olynyk, who I think has been an underachiever most of his career, or just kind of okay, forty-four percent. He'll he'll have some moments, but then he'll just kind of be meh, you know, right after that. Some people like him, some people hate him. Me, I'm just kind of indifferent. It doesn't matter. Uh, he's not on the Wolves, and he's he's not in the Eastern uh, Western Conference to drive us crazy at times either. So, it is what it is. Uh, he's just a mediocre player, you know. And I don't I don't think I'd really want him on the Wolves taking up a roster spot <laughs> unless he's coming off the bench. Then he could be valuable. I'm sure, I'm sure he'd be better than Jake Lehman. Wolves are literally trying to dump Jake Lehman anywhere they can right now, which is kind of sad but true because. Jake Lehman's, like, not good. He's not a good player. <laughs> Let's just be honest about it. Um, Wolves have to win this game. They have got to win this game. Uh, the Detroit doesn't score. They're 28th in the league. They're 29th in rebounds, 29th in three-point percentage. And all the assist to turnovers and assists and all that stuff, they're in the bottom, like, five per five teams in the league. you got to take, take advantage, take care of business here. The best thing they have going for them is steals per game. They're eighth. That's actually pretty good. They average eight steals a game. That's good. Um, but other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how's the play? Go out there and beat Detroit. Final score. Final score should be not too high scoring, unfortunately. One. Let's go with like one sixteen to uh, one sixteen to ninety ninety three. Let's just beat them really good. One sixteen to ninety three. At the end of the day, it probably won't be that bad. But Anthony Edwards will go off for thirty something in this one. And the Wolves get the job done. Anthony Edwards has a nice, fun night against the Detroit Pistons in Detroit, Michigan. And the Wolves end up winning. Final score of 116-99. to 99. Sorry. It's a little bit better. That's kind of harsh. 116-99, but the Wolves have a nice, solid uh, walk-away win over the Pistons. Well, that with, with that part of me, we'll take a quick break and come back for Fan Interaction. Explosion, segment number three, final segment, fan interaction. But first, let's get to the Vigit application, the Vigit app, the Vigit app. I keep calling it application and application. People are like, what is he talking about? Everything has to be abbreviated. This is a comp. It's not a computer. It's a comp or it's a lap or it's a LT. Okay, just whatever. It's a laptop. It's an application. It's a it's a can of beer. It's not a C. Okay, okay. It's, it's a can of, okay, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's just an old empty can. But um, Okay. The Vigit application, it is basically fantasy sports betting. That's basically what it is. Not using real money. You can post about your picks, see what others are saying about games. Vigit Betting League is a month-long betting competition to see who the best sports better is over the course of a month. Free-to-play sports book bet free coins win real prizes. Betting stats, there's great information on the Vigit, uh, available on the Vigit Like Line movement where the public is betting. Do download the Vigit application Android or Apple devices. I'm making way too much noise. Crypto.com, Crypto.com, it is also an app, okay, since I have to say it that way, app, app, okay, it's an app on Android and Google, I'm sure you knew that, uh, Android and Apple, excuse me, I'm sure you probably figured that already, but uh, give it a download, you can uh, use the referral link in the show description, it would help this show, it would help this show, use the referral link, when you join on board, it shows I referred you, 
and you get $25 put in your account, and it would help this show as well. So what do you think of that? You can trade cryptocurrency, and believe me, $25 is actually worth something in the crypto world, considering what you can get uh, at cheap prices that tend to jump up at times. Uh, obviously, there's risk involved. It's not safe. Nothing's safe. Nothing in this world safe. Real estate isn't safe. Tell me about that. Everybody thought real estate was safe. Was it safe? No. It's safer now than it was the in the pre-subprime deal. Uh, the stock market, nothing is safe. But at the end of the day, it's it's profitable. It is profitable uh, if you get in right time, right place, this and that. And you don't have to be a genius to figure it out either. You don't. Um, so am I a genius? No. Okay, let's get to the fan interaction segment at T-Wolves EX. At T-Wolves EX is the Twitter account. Tanae, thank you so much for retweeting Tanae out of New Zealand. Uh, Indie Angle by Ghost Squad retweeted it. Vince Germano out of Australia, thank you so much. Ten, uh, Levi Brown out of Australia retweeted the show. And thank you again, Levi Brown, for helping make the uh, Brave the Wild logo fittable on hipcast so i can get onto itunes and all the other apple uh, apps all the other <laughs> uh, podcasting apps so that's why you'll notice a new brave the wild logo there might be another change to it, it might be a different color scheme like it's the same logo but a different color scheme because it's too white i don't know i, I it, it looks weird it, yeah like all the other logos you can see a circle when i'm looking at the twitter accounts right now but brave the wild is just the just the guy with the hockey stick so the white blends in too much of the background. That's why I want to turn it into like, kind of like reverse, kind of, sort of, so to speak. Um, it'll look really cool, though. You'll like it when you see it. If if things go uh, as I'm thinking, they will. Nick Demas out of Australia says, always a great listen. And thank you. Yep, he shared the tweet of the last episode. Thank you so much, Nick Demas. You are awesome. You, you really are. And I do mean that. It's not just me being appreciated. And then you never hear from me again. That's the average podcaster out there, especially locally. It's like, yeah, like they're a celebrity and you're not. Like, I'm not a celebrity. I am so not a celebrity. You want to take a look at this apartment? Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am so far from that, unfortunately. Well, I don't even care. Screw, screw celebrity. Crap, anyway. Tanae Brown, New Zealand, says I'm assuming he'll be out a few games at least, and that was Anthony Edwards when he banged knees in Brooklyn, bang the knees in Brooklyn, no, versus Brooklyn in Target Center, nope, not out a few games, nope, just a little, just a little stinger, a little bit of uh, soreness, but uh, back in, thank you, Lord, back out, ready to go, Levi Brown says, thankfully, those missed free throws didn't cost us, that was an Anthony Edwards spectacular performance, uh, generally in the fourth quarter, anyway, the 20-point fourth quarter, great to be back over 500, hopefully we can keep it that way, and Temporarily, we didn't, but maybe we can. Maybe we can take care of Utah having multiple players out and then beat Denver and uh, Detroit. That'd be unbelievable. Otherwise, we'll be right at 500 because I don't think we're beating Phoenix tonight. But if we do, holy cow. Yeah, then it is real. Um, I retweeted and I retweeted the little conversation with uh, Anthony Edwards when he said basically we can beat anybody. Check that out if you feel like it. And I posted a little question. Jalen Noel versus Malik Beasley. And I got the response I kind of expected. Three for Noel, zero for Malik Beasley. Because it was just, yep. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, you know, i got to get more followers. But those of you that do, you guys are, you know, just thank you. You are the diehards. You are the lifesavers of the show. You are the lifeline of the show. Without you, there is no Timberwolves explosion. I would have just said, screw it. I'm just going to focus on, you know, the other two podcasts. And why would I do that? You know, but it'd be heartbreaking to do. But if you guys weren't there... Well, you know, then I'm, I feel like I'm just talking to myself, and yeah, and like nobody cares, this and that, but you guys, thank you, Tanae, Levi, you know, Chan, thank you very much for that, uh, he also uh, tweeted that to me, it's, it's called uh, Hoodie Chan, that's his Twitter account, um, but Vince Germano, you know, Wayne Hunt, Stu Benson, um, Lucas Quill, if he still listens, Nick Timmons, of course, Nick Timmons out of Australia, um, some other locals, I think Jeff Johnson from Edina still listens, I, I hope so, when he, when, you know, those of you that do, just thank you so much, let's get to the Facebook page really quick, facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion, and I posted the same Anthony Edwards deal, there was a response from Tanae, we'll get back to that in 10 seconds, okay, I was just making sure there wasn't another place, Tanae says, let's see him drop another 49 against those Warriors, and oh, I wish, 
oh, you don't know how much I, actually, you do know. You do know how much I wish that. And unfortunately, well, 27 is pretty good, but it didn't happen. With that, well, just want to thank you guys for listening. Of course, uh, please tell your friends about the show. Write a positive rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Audible. would really appreciate a positive rating for the show. And those of you that have in the past and are, and have recently, thank you so very much. God bless you guys. Final thing, want to call into the show? I'd love to hear from you. Call into the show. Uh, basically, open your smart device, which, which everybody has these days, of course, of some kind, Apple or Android there's free voice recording apps on every single device. Free voice recording apps on every device. Just open it up, press record, treat it like a phone call, hit stop, share it, slash email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. I will then turn it into an mp3 file thanks to zumzar.com. Again, I mean, it's like, you know, comments, questions, conversation it's like like a little mini segment by by yourself like like Tanae has done just they're so damn good i uh, love to hear from you again Tanae Vince Germano Nick Timas love to hear from you Jules Posterino Trish Posterino Lucas Quayle I mean others out there if I have never met you uh, Nigel Southern out of Australia he was the very first of all of them he was he was the originator man he's and I and I missed him I think sometimes he listens, sometimes he doesn't. It's one, one of those deals, but he goes way back to like 09. I mean, that was the good old days of Timberwolves' explosion, even before Marcus the Forecaster. But uh, those of you, again, thank you for being so loyal to the show for so long, and hopefully the Wolves can stay above 500.